Please remember, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Hello, welcome to Fullest House, where we love Lucy and Lucy loves us. Did you get it? Did you, did you get it? Did you get the reference? Did, please, please, did you get the reference? Anyway, my name is Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. Guys, I'm back. You're back. You're back. You disappeared on us. What happened to you last time? Do you want to tell the audience <laughs> what happened to you? Yeah, do you want to tell the audience what happened? <laughs> you don't have to, so, but it's certainly no, not. No, the audience <laughs> deserves to know. Okay. So... Last episode, you owe them an explanation. Last up, yeah, they they need an explanation. So last episode, I was an idiot, and I left the my dorm room in which I was recording in because my roommates were playing music, and I had to tell them to stop. And I closed the door behind me, and the door locked behind me, and my key was inside, so I locked myself out. Uh, so it turns out. I think we chose Ramona, but Zach was the sad boy of yeah, the week last week. He really was. I, yeah, I finally got back in my room about two hours later. The Discord call was still going. I was still recording. Uh, I picked up my phone and texted, and I was like, I told them everything that went on, and I was like, yeah, I think I might be the sad boy of the week this week. So, yeah. It's, that was the best explanation you could have given us. <laughs> we were getting a little, but we were like, what's taking Zach so long? We can't, like, you ever, we agreed to be here, you, and then you're just like, yeah, I locked myself out. <laughs> I mean, without a phone or key or anything. Yep. So yeah, we we uh we were we were surprised. <laughs> we were worried. I was too. I was too. 4 years of college and this has never happened before. <laughs> I will say though, now I'm a lot more careful with my door. It's not a mistake you make more than once usually. Exactly. Usually yeah, yeah. It, it scares you so much. Now like I leave my bedroom and I will, like, keep checking my door to make sure it's still open. <laughs> it's like, when I first went to college, I, I locked myself out of my dorm room after I had gone to the shower in the communal bathroom. So I was just standing outside my dorm without a phone or anything or key in a towel. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a time. But guys, enough about last week. This week... Is Halloween. I I was so curious what would happen when I started the evil laugh, and I was so hoping we'd just do something like this for a long time. <laughs> We just do this for like an hour straight, and that's the podcast for this week. <laughs> this is exactly what I was hoping for. It's Spooktober. We got her to woo at least ooh. once. It is Halloween. Ooh. It's Spooktober ooh. as we're recording this. It'll probably be like November when it releases. Yeah. Probably, yeah. This is this is the first episode we're recording in October, and it is the Halloween episode, which felt right, but it is not going to get released at the right time. Yeah. We really should have planned this out more. Then again, how do you plan something like this out? I mean, the episode already is something that wouldn't have been released on Halloween, right? Yeah, we'd have to just calculate exactly how many weeks ahead we'd have to start releasing episodes. I mean, we could just skip the one where I lock myself out for my own self-image. No, you no. can't hide from that. Okay. Zach, the people have to know. Yeah, it's not an option. Fair enough. And we're not recording again. That we, we tried that one. We've tried that before and it did not go well. You're right. We should say before the episode actually starts, we noticed something very important, which is that, yes, Juan Pablo de Pache is part of the credits, but he is credited after the baby. <laughs> Once again, Fernando's arch nemesis, children. children. <laughs> Small children. He's the best baby. We've accepted. Mark, do you have anything to say about that? I, like, the baby isn't as much of a problem as it once was. I don't think it's a bad baby anymore. It's an okay baby. 
I was going to say, you've had noted notable problems with this baby. <laughs> I have in the past. I've had problems with that baby, but people change, Zach. People change. Yeah, I mean, you and your baby, you and the baby have had your differences, but I'm glad you've seemed to work it out. We've hashed it out. We got a drink. He's actually a really cool guy. <laughs> I'm just like you and a baby at a bar. And it's like for no, yeah, it's just it's like you're babysitting and you just take a child to a bar. Oh, right. The baby is twins, isn't it? So you got to drink. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So so what do you guys do? Oh, you're a baby. <laughs> Rad. <laughs> it's a tough world for babies. It is. It's a really spooky situation. You know what else is spooky? Halloween, Halloween episode of Day. Fuller House. You like that? Back on my bullshit with them transitions, baby. You're back. Never left. And so it's Halloween. And uh, we start out with DJ. We start out with DJ. DJ is making a costume for Max. Um, right. But Max is upset. And you guys know why? Why? Because their house, the Fuller house, is the lamest house on the block. The lamest Halloween house. According to a small the child of a small child, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who carries a lot of weight in this town. Apparently so, because they really care about impressing him. You live in San Francisco. Taylor can fucking destroy you. I mean, it. Okay, I, I, I if I can play devil's advocate for a second here, mm-hmm. who is I, I? I think it being an eight-year-old boy. I think he's probably has the best sense of who's the best Halloween house because he's a small child. Zach, I think you make good points, but as you said, you were playing devil's advocate and you're allying yourself with Satan, and I don't think that's a good look. You're right. Fuck them kids. Yeah, especially, like, for the day before All Saints Day. You know, you shouldn't, like, ally yourself with Satan. All Saints Day! We won't do it quite as long. <laughs> also, we should say it's probably more a personal thing. Max wants to impress this kid who at one point in the episode, DJ does say is Max's best friend. Why? He's such a jerk. Yeah, he's just the worst. <laughs> so annoying. Just the worst. <laughs> so annoying. Also, Max doesn't seem to like him very much. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does They're not. not really friends. No. They're like arch enemy. They're like, it's his arch nemesis. Yes. But yeah, he holds, he and his blog hold a lot of weight. I think, yeah, you know what? Screw everything I just said about Max wanting to impress this other kid his own age. I think it is that his blog is very important in the San Francisco social circles. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Kimmy reads it. Kimmy does read it. We do find that out um, because Kimmy comes in. And she and Fernando are going to be Lucy and Ricky for Halloween. Whoa. Guys, you like that reference? That reference to I Love Lucy? That reference is so good. It's a really good reference. Only only a certain elite few can understand. You have, a, you have to have a pretty high IQ to watch Fuller House. <laughs> <laughs> Those I Love Lucy references, they'll go way over your head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're very, they're very subtle. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows what I Love Lucy is. We're saying that, but also it is a very weird thing for this show to just be referencing for an entire episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, who is this for? Yeah, that was my question. Uh, we were watching the episode and Mark at one point just randomly boarded out, who is this for? <laughs> and we were all just dying of laughter. Because <laughs> he had a point. <laughs> okay, I have a theory. Mm-hmm. So, obviously... There were a lot of parents who were probably forced to watch Full House in the 80s and 90s when it was on. So what if it's for the senior citizens who watched I Love Lucy, who were also parents in the 80s? Of course. (laughs) Who were for some reason still watching Fuller House. They're watching Fuller House. They completely understand streaming. Yes. And they're watching Fuller House. But... We should also say that DJ tells Taylor the worst child. <laughs> Again, like, you know, we've talked about my problems with a certain baby, but like Taylor makes that baby look, <laughs> look fantastic. 
DJ says to Taylor, we're going to have the spookiest Halloween party you've ever seen. I'm, I'm liking how much we're doing the ooze, the spooky ooze. <laughs> Listen, when you have a chance to do a spooky ooze, you got to do it. Yeah. Taylor also tells us that the, the house, the Fuller house, TM. Mm-hmm. TM. Patent pending. Hands out uh, raisins and pamphlets on uh, childhood diabetes every year instead of candy. Which, I mean, I'll accept the, the pamphlets mm. because child obesity is a problem. Is it too early to uh, nominate the Fuller household, like the house itself for <laughs> Sad Boy of the Week? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's you're not you're you're not off track there. Although DJ points out that they've um, they haven't been here a year yet. She blames this all on Danny. That's right. Danny Tanny. This is his fault. Our favorite TV dad. Oh, so OK, here's my thing. I'll accept the, the pamphlets, but giving out raisins on Halloween. Unacceptable. I hate raisins. I cannot say nature's it. candy. Yeah. <laughs> Harrison, do you want to do you want to explain your hatred of raisins? Dried fruit is an abomination, and I will take that to my grave. We're doing these are some hot takes we're bringing. Ninety percent of the appeal is from the fact that it has juice in it, and you suck it out and make it into a shriveled thing that looks like my fingertip when I come out of the bathtub. <laughs> I did not know you felt so strongly about raisins. Yeah, guys, Harrison's working on his tight five. Um, we're. We're just giving him some space to try out some material. <laughs> I really didn't know you were so anti-dried yeah. fruit. I hate dried fruit. I very much dislike it. What are your opinions of it? Do you, do you, do you, are you neutral dried fruit? I'm cool with raisins. Yeah, I'm cool with raisins. I'm pretty neutral. I'm, I'll, I'll do a dried fruit. Like, I'll eat, like, cinnamon raisin bread. Hmm. Yeah. Like, cinnamon raisin's not a terrible flavor. I, so you're alone in this, it seems... We'll have to put out a Twitter I think poll. Harrison, Harrison seems very mad at us right now. I'm not mad at you <laughs> he's guys. He's mad at us because he's very passionate about how much he hates. I'm not raisins. mad at you guys. I'm mad at raisins. They they, they should just they should just <laughs> cease to be. They should we, just cease to exist. I'm not mad at you guys. I'm mad at raisins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just like imagining you in a room. Like talking about, you know, my greatest enemy and you turn and it's a poster of the California Raisins. <laughs> well, my greatest enemy is seagulls. Fuck seagulls. So many hot takes from Harrison this episode. Well, see, I thought you felt so strongly about these Well, things. you were there when I was attacked by a seagull, Zach. Yeah, I, I was going to say, is this about the time you were attacked? Is this about the time a seagull stole your food? Yeah, a seagull stole my food and then either another seagull or possibly the same seagull shit on my head uh, a few minutes later. And so... Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah. It took a crap on my head. So I since then, I have hated seagulls. I don't remember that part. I remember it stealing your food. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, a seagull stole your food, Harris, and people do that all the time. <laughs> Why well, you gotta take it out on the birds? And then, you know, pooping on someone that... You know what? That crosses a line. I understand now. I've told you guys before that I'm afraid of peacocks, right? Really? Huh. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny because I was talking to my mom about it. And for years I've said it's because I once had a nightmare as a kid that a peacock like chased me around the zoo. Oh, yeah. I talked about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I talked with you about this recently. I, I've never heard. Yeah, this. yeah. I had a, I had a nightmare as a child that a peacock chased me around the zoo. And um, and I've been a a little afraid of peacocks ever since. And I think I was telling that to my mom. She said, no, that happened. <laughs> I don't think around the zoo, but she said there were aggressive peacocks at the zoo and they like oh, chased no. you a little bit. It was probably at the Turtleback. We, yeah. we lived near the Turtleback yeah. Zoo and they have yeah. peacocks just walking around. So it's very, yeah, a peacock definitely yeah. chased you. Exactly. It's very, like yeah, yeah. Really? My, yeah, no, I was telling my mom about this nightmare that I had that left me with this deep-seated fear of peacocks. And she said, no, that happened. <laughs> so I'm not crazy. I'm 100% sane. <sighs> my rational fear of peacocks. Yeah, that, that, yes. Okay. I'm, I'm learning a lot about you guys today. Zach, what bird do you dislike? <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't think I've ever had much of a negative experience with birds. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never been chased around around my food stolen in a way that you guys have. I peg you as an anti-pheasant guy. Oh, actually, no, you're right. You're right. A pheasant did come into... I, I was working once and a pheasant came in. And just like put out a cigarette on your arm, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, whoa, what the hell, man? Like, that's such a weird thing for you to do. Aren't you a bird? And he was like, shut up. I'm, I got a bunch of, I got a whole pack of cigarettes. I'm going to put them out all over your body. And then he proceeded to do that. <laughs> you really got to stand up to these pheasants, Zach, when they start yeah. putting cigarettes out. I don't out know how. They've, it's a bird. They've got, they've got ways of attacking me that I can't counter. Personally, I think there's a little room for everybody to fear wild turkeys. I, I've never been attacked by a wild turkey, but just looking at a wild turkey makes me think that it could probably beat me in a fight. <laughs> Those things just what look is it with vicious. You and birds, <laughs> I'm just saying, I see a lot of wild turkeys in my area just walking around sometimes, and they look pretty vicious. Like they just have that look in their eye, you know? Like they could just they should they could totally kick your butt. Yeah, but I feel like with most birds, if you have, like, a baseball bat or something, like, one good swing and you win the fight. <laughs> I just, I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. What was this podcast about again, Fuller House? Oh, Jesus Christ, birds. you're right. <laughs> it's about, no, it's about birds now. Welcome to our ornithology podcast. <laughs> Where we exclusively talk about which birds we hate. Yes. And also which dried fruits we hate. Please submit your opinions yeah, on dried your opinions fruit. on birds or dried fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and only those two things. We yeah. don't talk about anything else here. Um, Kimmy says Lucy and Ricky is the perfect Halloween costume for them because she's so wacky. And Fernando has that wonderful accent. And Fernando <laughs> says, I don't think I have an accent. <laughs> Yeah, Fernando also uh, says that he's going to perform at Max's party as uh, right. Ricky. As Ricky, And yeah. Kimmy's like, oh, I want to perform too. And he goes, no, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, in, all that in all this time, Lucy has never performed with Ricky. Although, IMDB trivia time, if I can find it again. Oh, really? It's not true? I do really appreciate that Fernando's rationale in this episode is not like, Kimmy, I just, I don't want you messing up my performance. <laughs> it's it's just like, we gotta stick with the I Love Lucy canon. They don't <laughs> perform together. It, it happened once in season one, episode three of I Love Lucy. Wait, so that's just amateur This I also want to point out that this, I also want to point out on IMDb trivia, this tidbit is listed twice, once as non-spoilers and once as spoilers. Oh. Uh, there's also a third... Uh, <laughs> Trivia bit also marked a spoiler saying that this is the first Halloween themed episode of the series. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween. So yeah. <laughs> I, I I really I, I wish we could like isolate that just <laughs> Halloween <laughs> and use it as like a jingle for Halloween. For a long time I've been trying to think Halloween should have a mascot like like Santa Claus or the Eastern Buddy. I think there should be a Halloween mascot. I'm going to pitch the Halloween spirit and he's a ghost. <laughs> he's a ghost. He's a ghost. He's the Halloween spirit and he helps you get into the Halloween spirit. Of course. <laughs> Is he a friendly ghost? Yes, of course. He gives candy to children. <laughs> I can get behind the Halloween spirit. <laughs> just, just like the way the way you said it was really funny to be like, yeah, of course. He gives candy to children like a good ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Every good ghost. Yeah. Or like that guy in a white van outside yeah. my driveway. He gives candy to children. No, no bad person gives candy to children. <laughs> the, that guy in the van is just getting into the Halloween spirit. Of course. <laughs> a couple months early. <laughs> I would like to take this time to mention, do not listen to anything we say. Oh, God. <laughs> and take it as uh, a voice. We are not liable. We didn't tell people to, to take candy from the man in the van. We're just saying that the man in the van might be just a nice, normal man giving candy to children. Yes. But yeah, don't listen to anything. Listen to the podcast. Yeah, but like, don't listen, listen yeah. to like, us. Like, listen to the podcast, but don't, like, listen, listen to the podcast. That was a very good reading. I did air quotes, but I think it came through in your tone of voice more. Thank you. Um, so that's the first scene. 
Oh god, you're right. <laughs> scene two. Oh, see, we're 20 minutes into recording. Okay. Into recording, yeah. Uh, so, uh, second scene. This is Stephanie, right? With the Yeah, Jimmy. this is... Yeah. yeah, Stephanie and our best boy, Jimmy Gibbler. Yeah. Who I think... I'm glad Which... we have a new appreciation for the second time around. Yeah. Because the first time around, we just described him as Kelso from that 70s show. Which he is, to be fair... But he's also Kelso with respect women juice, which just up the he drinks. He drinks his respect women juice, probably in a little teacup with his pinky up. He's just like, if you take the word himbo and put it in a dictionary, it's like a picture of Jimmy Gibbler. Yes, of course. Our good himbo. Our good himbo. Because he comes in and he invites Steph out for Halloween. And he says, there's this really great haunted house. And then I thought, what's better than going to a haunted house? working at a haunted house so i got us jobs honestly for halloween i'm down that would be so much fun yeah, yeah i feel like it'd be really fun to like work at a haunted house that would be probably very fun and also it should be noted jimmy understands how much steph is a mess oh <laughs> and he's trying to help her out it's been established many times in this series that steph is completely broke <laughs> and has nothing in her life Going well. Nope. <laughs> and Jimmy's trying to help her out because he's a good boyfriend. Yes, of course. Because he drinks that respect women juice. He's, he's chugging it down. Yeah. So they get a job as scarers uh, at a haunted yes. house. As zombies, specifically. And he gives tickets to Ramona and J-Money. Mm. J-Money. Yeah. Which means that J-Money is not going to be there for DJ's Halloween party. Mm-mm. That J-Money... Not being a good boy. Oh, our little Jay Money's growing up. He's 13 now. He doesn't want to spend his Halloween with eight-year-olds, which is... He's 13 relatable. now, which means he's a yeah. man, and eventually he's going to be called up to the Bima. And <laughs> I'm here for this relatable Jay Money content. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, I just want to ask, so we have a bunch of classifications for our favorite characters. Mm. Fernando is the best character on the show. Yes. Steve might be the best performance on the show. Yes. Ramona is the only character who could be on a better show. Y yes. Jay Money is the saddest boy. <laughs> Where, how would we describe Jimmy Gibbler? I've been the going with- himbo. The perfect himbo. The perfect himbo. Yeah. I'm good with the perfect himbo. He's awesome. He is the, oh, you know what Tyler just said? He's the most wholesome. He is the most wholesome. He is the most wholesome. He's the most wholesome. You've got a point. You've only had like two episodes with him, Tyler, but or maybe it was three, but you're 100% right. He is the most wholesome and he continues to be the most wholesome throughout the show because Jimmy Gibbler is just our best boy, our best himbo, <laughs> our most wholesome himbo. It's almost alliterative, but it's not. Anyway, scene two. <laughs> Uh, Ramona says, I just want to isolate this line. Um, we're 13. If these were frontier times, we'd be married. I was really hoping that Jay Money would just like right immediately just like look at her and be like, yeah, you're not my type. But <laughs> instead it's more of like the, oh, we'd be married. And she goes, not to each other. Yeah. Ew. But we, we definitely know that Jay Money would, uh, have, I think proposed unsuccessfully to Lola. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Darling Lola, would you please accept this ring and my offer to be my wife? <laughs> Southern J money. <laughs> yeah, that is his voice in this version of reality. Yes. Oh my god. And it's and and might I say, it's also very close to his voice in the show. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. That was a good impression. <laughs> I'm tempted to do another one of the bits where I say that there's a guest and and just do Southern J money. J money. Wait a minute, Mark. Are you saying that all those times when we had a special guest on our show, those were bits and not real people? <gasps> no, no. I meant like a bit where I call up my friends like Toby or Mike and they come over and they're guests on the podcast. I was calling okay. that. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, but DJ is upset that her little kids are growing up and soon they're not going to... It's going to be an empty nest. They're not going to want to spend time with her anymore and uh kimmy comforts her by saying teenagers are like birds if they fly away they were never really yours to begin with 
Which is very problematic in many ways. Well, again, bringing up the running theme of this episode of birds. <laughs> it's all connected. That weird tangent that we went on. That was foreshadowing. Yeah, we planned that out. We planned that out in advance. Birds are dicks to all of us. I hadn't had an experience, so we made. So I made up that cigarette pheasant on the spot beforehand, and no one was the wiser until right now. I just. I have one question based on that line. Is Kimmy high in this episode? Uh, yes. <laughs> she's she's a very different brand of weird. Yeah, she's weird, episodes. but it's like a different kind of yeah. weird this episode. DJ says to her, I need Gibbler-style party planning to help me plan a Halloween party. And Kimmy goes, what's the theme? And DJ goes, Halloween. <laughs> and then she goes, I'm going to need my $5,000 non-refundable payment right away. DJ points out, you and your entire family live in my house rent-free. Yeah, it's refundable. There we go. <laughs> yeah, but the theme of the Halloween party is Halloween. <laughs> the theme of the awareness fair is awareness. awareness. <laughs> Shout out to Clone High. <laughs> yeah, Kimmy's Kimmy's just feels a little off this episode. She's not her yeah. usual brand of strange. She seems like she's on something. I'm just looking at my notes. Yeah, Fernando was going to perform as Ricky Ricardo for a group of eight-year-olds. Yeah, of course. Who all, yep. you know, totally get the joke. They all totally know what it is. Yeah. They're going to yeah. enjoy it. Um, I mean, there's kind of a joke about that where Fernando says, like, I'll be what every eight-year-old wants, or I'll show them what every eight-year-old <laughs> wants to see. A tribute to Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Kimmy asks, uh, well, do you want a certain redhead to perform with you? And then Fernando thinks about it for a second. He's like, Carrot Top? <laughs> Who do you have in mind? Carrot Top? Which is a lot better than whatever they were planning. Yeah, I, I'm upset that this episode did not feature special guest Carrot Top. Yes. yes. <laughs> can, we, can we just extend our invitation? From, not just from Juan Pablo de Pache, but if Carrot Top ever wants to come on this if podcast. Top, <laughs> if any famous person at all wants to come on this podcast... Please, do. I mean, are there any celebrities we would turn down? <laughs> okay, I can think of a, a few celebrities I would turn down, but... <laughs> I don't want Adam Driver on this podcast. He knows what he did. Wow. A lot, of, a lot of hate for Adam Driver. Wow, you and Adam Driver have beef, huh? That was a joke. Adam Driver, please come on our podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you like Full House, right? Yeah. He seems like a man who definitely watches Fuller House yeah, in secret. exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he seems just about depressed enough to do that. <laughs> well, there's there's a lot of Fernando in Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I love that part of The Rise of Skywalker where, you know, he reveals that he's a famous race car driver. Yeah. And uh, and that he's he's cheated on Ray a dozen times. Now this is pod racing. Ray, you don't know the full truth. I am a very famous race car driver. Wait, no, he, he's a pod racer. He's a pod racer. <laughs> now this is pod racing. He's a Skywalker. He has to do pod racing. Fernando Skywalker. I'll try spinning. That's a neat trick. <laughs> <laughs> but how does Fernando feel about sand? Oh, he hates I it. I think Fernando hates sand, because it's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. And it gets everywhere. It does. It gets everywhere. Too many people have fallen down the hole of just talking about the Star Wars prequels for too long. I'm trying to save us. Because I could keep going. The party starts. Halloween arrives. Halloween. Ooh. Ooh. And DJ is, is Goldilocks with, uh, with the two bears. Famous story, Goldilocks and the two bears. Yes. And we as audience members went, wait a minute. Isn't there supposed to be a third bear? And wait a minute. Doesn't DJ have three sons? And wait a minute. <laughs> Jackson is going to the haunted house. Was he supposed to be the third bear? Wait a minute. Is <sighs> Jay Money going to go to the haunted house dressed as a bear? Yes. Guys? Yeah? We we should solve crimes. Yes! As bears. As the three as bears. As the three bears. That's our spinoff for the episode. All right, who wants to be breast cancer awareness bear? I'll be breast cancer awareness bear. 
So, Zach, do you want to be daddy bear or baby bear? Ooh. Are you daddy? <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I don't like this. I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you, I'm embrace a... it, Zach. Be daddy yeah, bear. It. Are you daddy? Embrace your inner daddy. Are you baby? <laughs> Zach is baby? <laughs> I'm baby. Guess that makes me daddy. I very I'm, much hate I'm the this. baby bear because I'm baby. <laughs> I, I started this and I hate it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now you see how I felt when you were like, are you daddy bear? Are you daddy? And I'm like, I'm yeah. very uncomfortable. I am very uncomfortable with the energy we've created in the studio today. <laughs> well, Zach, there was a difference. I was trying to make you uncomfortable. I didn't want me to be uncomfortable. <laughs> it's an important distinction. <laughs> important distinction. Um, yeah, we have Goldilocks and the two bears, and then we go to Ramona and Jay Money at the haunted house, which is better than anything that's been in the show before ever. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the the production value goes up like a lot production value they start shooting it <laughs> handheld this haunted house has everything good cinematography zombies a gay dracula we should <laughs> talk about gay dracula because one of the performers at the haunted house he he opens his coffin and he's dressed as dracula and he says come to me and you will be my bride oh. and ramona says who me and he goes no him because i guess <laughs> They're scared of gay people? Yeah. It's a classic misdirect. It's a classic misdirect. They point that out. Gay Dracula does go, it was a misdirect. <laughs> <laughs> so then from the from that point on in the episode, we started calling him Gay Dracula. I did, I did for this moment, I just wrote down in my notes, Gay Dracula. Hey, they're in San Francisco. It's it's okay. It's all it all makes sense. It is weird that he's like, what's the scariest thing? Gay Dracula. Not that I'm a vampire, but that I am a gay vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there have never been any uh, sexual undertones to vampires ever. Ever. Never, yep. ever. It's not like Dracula has two brides for a reason in that book. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> beards. They're beards. There's beards. He's very into Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I was going to say Jonathan Harker, but I thought it would be more fun to just say Keanu Reeves. It's so weird that Keanu Reeves laid Jonathan Harker. It's not even bad casting. It's just weird. <laughs> I know where the bastard sleeps. That's the one line that I remember. Zach, have you seen Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula? Starring Gary Oldman and Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder? No, I have not. It's a very weird film. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> they run into they run into gay Dracula, and then they run into some familiar zombies. Mm -hmm. Although not familiar to them, because the makeup is actually really good. Yeah. It is. It is very good makeup. It's very good makeup. It's to the point where like Jimmy's face does not match his voice. Like, it doesn't yeah. look like Jimmy. It looks like it no. a zombie. Yeah. You know what? I also just realized I made the Stefan reference earlier, and I could have done the better one where it's like, instead of Sydney Avon, but this haunted house has a gay Dracula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's his name? I forget what the. I was like Frank or something. Yeah. Frank the gay Dracula. <laughs> yeah. I, IMDb, don't fail me now. <laughs> So they, they're in one room, very well made up, Stephanie and Jimmy, and they say, Ah, you two teenagers, come into this room. Are you scared? <laughs> they dare them to come in, and they go in. And I really like, Ramona starts questioning the logic of the scene. <laughs> because the set is like a laboratory set, and Ramona says, like, you know, I'm sorry, were you made in here or did you like break into here? <laughs> and I think Jimmy says, like, who are you, the logic police? <laughs> you know, there's three kinds of zombies, runners, walkers, sassers. Yeah. <laughs> These are some sassy zombies. Mm -hmm. And the two proceed to emotionally torment these teenagers. Yeah, like, like really lay into them. Yeah, 
it's not enough to be scary people. They when someone else tries to enter the laboratory, Jimmy goes and locks the door. (laughs) And then they start saying, like, we're feeding off of your brain. So we know your thoughts. You ditched your mother to go to this haunted house. What, do you hate your mother? (laughs) Why do you hate your mother, Jackson? (gasps) J-Money. J-Money. Oh, no, he knows my real name. (laughs) It would have been so much better if they called him (laughs) J-Money. Yeah, it would. Oh, I'd love. Do you hate your mother, J-Money? How do you know my cool as hell street name? (laughs) (laughs) So they, they get very scared and sad. They have like a crisis. They feel guilty. In this haunted house. And they run away wondering how these zombies know who they are. And, uh, <laughs> and that's pretty much They the go end home of it. because they're guilty. Yeah, I, it's, it just, even if they know J Money and Ramona, what a horrible thing to do. You locked these people in a room with, in their mind, strangers, and not only strangers, but strangers dressed as zombies. <laughs> yeah. You started. You started sharing really intimate personal details that you know about them. <laughs> and then you like accuse them of hating their parents and you guilt them and just it's it's the one scene where I'm like, oh, Jimmy, Jiminy Gibbler, that is not wholesome. You are not doing you. You are not drinking your respect children juice. And then once they've successfully scared the kids away, they start kissing and gay Dracula comes in. And says like, "Hey, you know, I appreciate he's very into character because he's yes. doing the accent when he talks to them." Oh yeah. Hey, no kissing on company time. And Stephanie says, "I saw you smoking in the hedge maze," and uh, he says he was vaping. So uh, I was vaping. There's a difference. So, uh, gay Dracula vapes. Gay Dracula vapes, as he should. That's our second T-shirt for this episode. Gay Dracula vapes. Uh, one hundred percent. T-shirt or booty shorts? <laughs> yes, with the with gay drag you have vapes written across the butt. Yeah, yeah, that okay. Yes, one hundred percent. So to run through the rest of what happens in this episode, J Money and Ramona run back home. They're like, "Oh, if you if you let us out, we'll we'll go back home," and they they do. They follow J Money and Ramona home. <laughs> they follow J Money and Ramona home. Only then turning off their voice changing. Jay Money and Ramona are scarred for life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> because, uh, like, they just come behind them and it's like, well, they didn't say it, but I feel like they should have just been like, we followed you home. And it's just like, we followed you home because you hate your parents. <laughs> because because you're just little shits. Because you don't deserve to be. Like, I, I just, I have a problem with the whole thing. Oh, and also at some point, uh, Fernando performs for these children as Ricky Ricardo. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, because Taylor and the kids are not impressed with DJ's party. Because she had grapes for eyeballs. Yeah, she does the peeled grapes thing and Taylor immediately goes, peeled grapes and and picks one up and examines it and he puts it back in the bowl. Dude, ugh. It's gross. I know, I know the whole thing is feel around in there and maybe they're not for eating. I have never actually been to a Halloween party with peeled grape eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. But, like, come on, man. Yeah. What I think they should do is, is DJ should make, like, the Halloween treat of his toddler years and put it in front of him, you know, back when he was a poor young boy destined to be a Halloween critic and he he, he bites the treat and he, he cries and he, he gobbles up the treat and he goes home and writes like a review where he talks about the nature of criticism. When did this become Ratatouille? It becomes Ratatouille. Yeah, I was, was going to say he, he writes a review that says this rat should cook in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> However, if, if a man... It sang a Ricky Ricardo song at my eight-year-old Halloween party, I probably wouldn't be impressed either, so <laughs> I feel for him. Fernando tries to wow the children by singing Babalu. He gives a stellar cover. Yeah, stellar. Uh, that's not a joke. He he yeah, does a really great job. No, it's a good cover. Yeah. Um, There are some good jokes where he says, you know, I'll scare you, 
by taking you back to a time where all TV was in black and white and there were only three channels. Ooh. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Don't you mean, okay, boomer. <laughs> boo like a ghost. <laughs> like boo a Medea Halloween. <laughs> Gotta love that naming convention. Like, I guess that movie is technically just titled Boo, with the suffix of Medea Halloween. Yeah, I suppose so. It's like, Boo, an original Halloween film? No, no, no. This is the next film in the Medea franchise. <laughs> As someone who's seen all the Medea movies, over, we watched them all over quarantine. Oh my They're god. They're all very boring. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> But he gives a stellar Babalu cover. But Kimmy busts in. She wants to be a part of it. And it's a whole disaster and they're yelling at each other and it's a reference to I Love Lucy and you just start thinking, who is this for? Do you get a <laughs> reference? Do you get a reference? In the show, it's like these eight-year-olds aren't going to enjoy it. And in real life, the eight-year-olds who are the children of the people who watched Full House as kids who are now watching Fuller House aren't going to get it. Unless the writing staff is just like, eight-year-olds really love I Love Lucy. Or they're just assuming that everyone watching I Love Lucy is a jaded film buff like us. Like, we're just watching it yeah. for the shits and giggles. <laughs> uh, like, that, like, that's just what they assume the entire Fuller House audience is. Yep. Kimmy refers to DJ and Max as Fred and Ethel. Yeah. Which DJ seems offended by, but Max doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Because yep. how could he? Right. He's eight. <laughs> He's eight. There are some jokes about Max is dressed up as the mama bear because he has a bow on his tail, a pink bow. But it's for breast cancer awareness. Of course. Yeah. October is breast cancer awareness month after all. Yeah. So um, DJ, after Stephanie and Jimmy dressed up as spooky zombies... Uh, come home dj asks for their help and the help of their new haunted house friends in scaring the children and then meanwhile in the background fernando and kimmy are still yelling at each other i love lucy style yeah Yeah. kimmy starts yelling at fernando in spanish as well but it's just like random random phrases like there's like a donde esta la biblioteca what else is there uh feliz año nuevo yeah (laughs) feliz navidad or whatever and can i just say those Haunted House cast members get there in record time. Oh, yeah. They're just like, Not, like you know, it, like, all, I also love how they just left the Haunted House, which I'd assume is still open yeah. by that <laughs> point. Yeah, they, they, they took all their costumes and everything and left to help two of them. There is solidarity among these Haunted House workers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even the vaping gay Dracula. That's Even right. Even gay Dracula, yeah. He shows up as well. And they scare the shit out of Taylor. They put this boy through so much psychological torture. Yeah, uh, Jimmy and Stephanie decided that emotionally scarring for life two children was not enough. As much as this show often has wow cute baby moments, I think Fuller House hates children. (laughs) (laughs) They they love children when they're in like the baby stage, but once you get to like kid stage... Fuck them kids, Fuller House 20-whatever. Fuck them kids. Can we wait? Hold on, more merch ideas. We should do, in quotes, fuck them kids, Fuller House. I think that's, I, I think that might be a bad idea. That's fair. I'm going to take a stand. I like, I like uh, gay Dracula vapes. <laughs> I think fuck them kids uh, out of context, even in context, it's probably not great. Oh, wait, you know what? You know what? I'm seeing where you're coming from now. <laughs> They have a whole thing where they uh, show Taylor Max's severed head, which is poking Ooh. out of a table. They don't actually cut Max's head off. Damn it! It's only yeah, it's only a practical effect. It's a practical effect. Yes. All I'm saying is we really needed a murder mystery in this Halloween episode, and you know, Max's head. You know, he's had it coming. We solved the mystery of who was supposed to be the third bear. Yeah, like, they go up to Taylor and they're like, Max told us to eat your brains. And he's like, you're lying. Max didn't say that. Oh, yeah, we got him right here. Well, they refer to Max as their amuse-bouche. And I really appreciated that Jimmy used the term amuse-bouche instead of appetizer. Yes, that was wonderful. Which are different things. But I liked that he went with amuse-bouche. 
And then I think the last scene is that Kimmy and Fernando... Well, Jay Money finally relents and dresses up as a bear. Yes. Aww. Yeah. Gay Dracula walks in uh, to take the picture. And can I just say, I really wish they had done a thing where now Gay Dracula lives with them too. <laughs> we find out he's like actually a vampire. And so it's just a whole house full of this. It's just this these two families. And also me, your friend Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> it just becomes what we do in the shadows at that point. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, and then uh, finally... You know, Kimmy and Fernando are in their bedroom and Fernando decides to do something to uh, make it up to Kimmy. And all of a sudden, the color fades out. <laughs> yep. He turns the color off. I was really hoping that, like, Kimmy would just be like, Fernando, what's happening to the colors? What, what happened? Bring the colors back! Fernando, no! Just, like, start freaking out. Just, like, Fernando just becomes omnipotent and has the ability to just take away color. And he, he serenades her. And I do want to point out, I think it's very good... Fernando apologizes to Kimmy, but also he maintains, he says, like, you know, I'm sorry for not including you, even though Lucy never performed with Ricky. And like, he's still sticking to that canon, <laughs> which, again, is not canon. Only a true fan would know that Lucy does not simp with Ricky. <laughs> Kimmy is a hashtag fake fan. <laughs> But yeah, Fernando serenades Kimmy. They in black and white. They go up face to face, and then the heart. They comes do the in. heart thing. Like I, I love, love Lucy. Lucy. Get the reference. Ha ha. And then the episode is over. That's the episode. God, what did we just watch? <laughs> that was. Uh, I'm amazed. Okay, we, I'm amazed that we finished talking about that episode within 54 minutes of recording. <laughs> Especially can, with how off topic we got at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those episodes you can tell based on how hectic our recap conversation is just like how much happens in the episode. Yeah, I it's because again, or how weird the episode is. It, it's a very weird episode. I'd maintain where it's it's one of those episodes where like it feels like a lot is happening. And then you look back and it's kind of like, I don't know. They're like, let's plan a party. Jackson and Ramona go to a haunted house. Then there's the party, and that's kind of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Who are our nominees? For Sad Boy of the Week. It's Sad Boy of the Week time. Though I put forth, I want to give you the option. If... I don't think this episode was super sad. So, instead, for Halloween, do we want to do Spooky Boy of the Week? You yes. know what? Let's do I'm spooky fine with boy. This. Let's do I'm spooky fine with this. boy. I'm fine do with this. Spooky, spooky boy. boy. There wasn't a whole lot of sadness in this episode. Who was the spookiest? I mean, do we do we want to do sadness? Do we want to try to do sadness? I'm trying to think of like if there was. I mean, I guess Kimmy is the only person I can think of as like a sad boy for this episode. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe Ramona and J Money. Maybe Ramona and J Money. Tyler points out Gay Dracula as nominee for Spooky Boy. Yes, Gay Dracula. Gay Dracula is nominated for Spooky Boy. I'd also nominate Jimmy Gibbler for Spooky Boy. Yes, yes. Jimmy Gibbler was very spooky this episode. And Stephanie. Let's, let's be and fair here. Stephanie. Stephanie was also very spooky. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, in terms of sadness. Oh, and Max for Spooky Boy. And Max Max for Spooky Boy. We gonna do... Yeah, oh, let's yeah. do Spooky Boy. Let's, let's do, do Spooky, spooky Boy. boy. Okay. Sure, we'll do Spooky Boy. We don't have to do Sad Boy. Uh, or, or should we throw it up to Tyler? Do you think we should do Sad Boy or Spooky Boy? Do we want to... Do we want... Hold on. I have an idea. We can do... How about we try and, like, combine them? Like, who's the saddest, spookiest boy? So we have, like, two categories here, and they have to... Like yeah. that taco commercial where they do both? We can have it all. We're we're modern women. <laughs> women. <laughs> we can have it all. <laughs> yeah, so... Is this so who is the saddest probably kimmy this might be a controversial take i think the saddest spooky boy is max Ooh, you know what you know what you have an argument there i think you've got a point because max is very upset throughout the beginning he's trying to impress this kid who for all intents and purposes he probably hates yeah and he's he's just fed up with his mom's lame-ass halloweens mm-hmm um, he's dressed like a bear. <laughs> a breast cancer awareness bear. A, best, a breast cancer awareness bear. I think that's also part of his case that he says, wait, I am mama bear. And DJ says, no, that's for breast cancer awareness. And he's like, oh, right, great. That's a good cause. 
but eventually he has that very spooky moment where he's a severed head. Yeah. And he scares Taylor. He's spooky. It's probably the spookiest moment of the episode. It's this, probably the spookiest moment. Hell yeah. yeah. Honestly, I th- I'm I'm fine voting for Max here. Is, is no, it Max? I'm down. I think it's Max. I think I think he has an argument for both sad boy and spooky boy. Yeah, right. I think we're combining both elements and yeah, I think this is I think this is Max. I think this is the first time Max has won sad boy of the week. Yes. Is it? I think so. I believe so. But yeah, I think this is the first time. Yeah, this is the first time that Max has won sad boy of the week. Congrats Ooh. to Max. Congratulations, Max. Woo! You're sad and also spooky. How do we want to classify this? Do we want to classify it as like two separate awards or one special version of the sad boy? Harrison, it's, we're, a, we're a low budget podcast, Harrison. We only have enough in the budget for one award. <laughs> I think it's one special version of, of sad boy. Okay. Sad yeah. Boy. This week on a very special Sad Boy of the Week. Can I, might I say, by the way, that I'm very glad that we very naturally, without really talking about it, decided to make Sad Boy the of the Sad Boy of the Week the last thing we do on this podcast every week. Because we yeah. used to just do it at any time. Yeah, I I, I kind of decided at one point because I was the one who always transitioned into it that I was like, you know what, it's probably better to just like Save do it, it at the end. end so we can like go through and lay out everybody's case and then recap again. In the sad boy context. I think you're right. I think it fits better here. Yeah, I, it does. It took us a couple episodes, but we've we've hit our stride. Yeah. You know, it took a couple tries. I locked myself out of my room once. That wasn't great. You're the king, Zach. You're the king of transitions. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm Yes. Address me as such. But yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just glad I made it through this episode without locking myself out again. Zach, if you don't buy a $4,000 costume for King of Transitions on Halloween, I will not call you that. Oh, I got to get like a crown and like yeah. a robe and a staff. Yeah. Oh, wait, guys, I just uh, I'm just going to go one sec. Oh, shit. Oh, I got locked out now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mark. Oh, no. God damn it. No. No. Well, well, that's just, that's very sad. Um, you know, but we are done with Sad Boy of the Week, so we might as well wrap it up. Uh, I'm sorry, Mark. We'll see you next week. I bust down <gasps> the door. Yeah! Woohoo! Oh, wow. You're back! I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Because <laughs> I'm so strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't you proud of yourself? With my genuine fireman's axe that I always keep next to the door. <laughs> it's very, yeah. It's a good thing you always, it's a good thing you always have that on you. Yeah. This is a very dumb bit. Harrison, take us home. <laughs> so, uh, till next time, uh, if you want to find us on social media, please go to Fullest House Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and go to anchor.fm slash Fullest House Pod, so you can find out uh, all of the different platforms where you can watch this podcast, uh, or listen to this podcast, not watch it. What, are you ta- what am I talking about? But anyway... I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. And until next time, may your houses be fuller, and may gay Dracula vape.